a virus that we knew nothing about five months ago. And the fact that we already have multiple vaccines in clinical trials is really is cause for optimism. There is a touching measurement, physical observation aspect of delivering quality primary care that can't be done over video. Meeting with your doctor online is the new reality for many of us, but how do you compensate for the lack of a human touch that you would be getting in an in-person visit? Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, I'll be talking to the CEO of a telehealth company about the new normal and how remote visits to the doctor will continue to play a part in keeping us healthy. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Wednesday, May 6th. The county has created a safe reopening plan. Businesses will be under strict guidelines to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. The plan requires companies to put up signage at their entrances, informing customers to not come in if they have symptoms, to wear facial masks, maintain six feet of distance, not shake hands and avoid unnecessary contact. Businesses also have to take measures to protect employees, such as allowing them to telework, not come in if they're sick. They must have their temperatures taken, wear masks, and separate their workspaces. Supervisor Nathan Fletcher talked about this plan today. The reality is the only way we can come out of this and not see massive significant spikes is by changing our individual behavior and having ready surveillance in place to identify any individual out there with symptoms as best we can. Temperature checks are going to be a core part of this. And so the ability for businesses to do temperature checks for their employees when they come to work, uh, any employee who's 100 degrees or more uh, being not only sent home, but having a test ordered for them. Also, businesses have to provide curbside pickup and delivery when feasible. Supervisor reminding us this will be a phased-in reopening. The USS Theodore Roosevelt captain ousted after raising the alarm about coronavirus assumed his new position at Naval Air Station North Island this week. Brett Crozier is now serving as the special assistant to the chief of staff for Naval Air Forces. We're told his reassignment is standard and temporary. Cases on board climbed to more than 1,100 this week, but now some sailors have completed quarantine after testing negative. The Navy says the ship will soon depart Guam, but did not say where it is going. We heard about three new testing sites opening up around San Diego County yesterday, but also 10 News got a number of reports of problems, delays, and long lines. And joining us right now is 10 News reporter Jennifer Kastner, who was covering those new sites. Uh, First of all, Jen, just kind of what did you hear? Uh, What were they telling you about these sites? And first of all, where are they? Okay, so what we heard about these three sites is that there were some reports of really long lines, wait times of more than two hours, and some possible website glitches that happened that were really aggravating for people who were trying to get this done. Um, The three locations are Grossmont College in El Cajon, also the former Sears in Chula Vista, and the North Inland Live Well Center in Escondido. So we heard about these issues that were going on yesterday when uh, these sites opened and we were wondering what, if anything, the state, which is um, managing these sites, is doing to try to fix the problem. So today we reached out to the state, state, specifically the California Department of Public Health, and we got a response from them about the 
long wait times and other issues. And they told us that the site experienced a couple of temporary issues yesterday that resulted in a delayed opening. Um, they weren't aware of any website issues, but they expected the site to be operating as expected today and let us know if they got any more information, they would update us. Um, so it sounds like they've been working to try to uh, kind of smooth things out, but we did go to one of the locations today to talk to people who were getting tested, the Grossmont location, and we heard from a few of those patients, one saying everything was very smooth, um, another saying that they got an appointment for today at 11, and it was only about a 45-minute wait. Um, that person said it was pretty painless and it was very well organized. Another patient said the wait was a little long. Um, they had to wait about 50, five zero minutes until they got through the door. But it doesn't sound like it's as bad as it was on the first day. So that's good news. And uh, to be clear, um, the, the county even warned people that this could be uh, a, a little bit of like a rough start at a press conference earlier this week, San Diego County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher said he expected there to be some bumps in the road because uh, this is a new system, but he asked for everyone's patience in this. Yeah, it sounds like we all need just a little more patience uh, nowadays and maybe we'll get through all this. Jennifer, really appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for spending a couple of minutes with us. Thank you. With people staying home, utility bills are going up, creating problems for San Diegans struggling to make ends meet. There are options for those looking for help. If you've lost income from the coronavirus or are on public assistance, the state has an alternate rate program offering a 30% discount. There are also discounts for households with three or more people based on yearly income. The bill assistance programs are for anyone that has been impacted. If their income has been impacted by the pandemic, they are more than likely going to qualify for these programs. SDG&E also offers super off-peak pricing from 10 to 2 for time-of-use customers. If you still can't afford your payments, SDG&E says it will not disconnect anyone's service during the pandemic. They're also waiving late fees and offering payment plans. The World Health Organization is trying to dispel some myths about COVID-19. Despite what you may have heard, the WHO says COVID-19 can spread in heat and hot baths, and hair dryers will not kill the virus. That's because your body temperature remains the same. The organization warns that extremely hot baths, well, they can burn you. They also say that mosquitoes do not carry COVID-19, but they still can spread other diseases, so you might want to keep the repellent nearby. Well, we're talking telemedicine today, and joining me is the CEO of HEAL, Nick Desai. Uh, they're starting a new program here in California as of today, but uh, Nick, first of all, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, and uh, glad you're doing well and keeping healthy at this crazy time. Well, that's what we're talking about right now. First of all, I think... Um, uh, telemedicine in general, not that many people were familiar with it maybe just two or three months ago, and now, of course, it's become uh, the norm. Uh, why is telemedicine obviously so important in this time? Because it allows a doctor and a patient to connect and a doctor to deliver care to a patient, but without exposing either of them to the COVID virus, right? Because if a patient's infected and they expose a doctor, every other patient that doctor sees could get infected. So telehealth allows a doctor to deliver care to a patient in an effective, timely, cost-effective manner while everyone stays socially distanced. 
Obviously, there are some limitations if you're not in the doctor's office, you know, some of those, uh, you know, the touch uh, of a doctor. How are, how are your telehealth doctors able to overcome those limitations? What, uh, what techniques do they use to still be able to treat a patient even though they're not physically in the same room? Well, look, I think you said something really important, which is that there is a touching, measurement, physical observation aspect of delivering quality primary care that can't be done over video, right? So a little bit of it can, we can get as close as possible, but it cannot. And that's why our primary business at Heal over the last five years has been house calls, right? We actually go to the patient's house and deliver house calls and even better, not just better than telemedicine, but even better than a doctor's office visit, a house call allows that doctor to see the patient in their home environment see the staircase they might fall down, the food allergies and food risks, the mildew, the, the alcohol and smoking, all of the factors that are called social determinants of health that contribute to health issues and are important to factor into any care plan. Right now, with telemedicine, when we talk to patients whose houses we've been to before with house calls, we are able to, we can incorporate that because we've seen those home environmental factors. And for patients who we haven't been to their house that are just using us for telemedicine, we do the best we can. We have them walk around. We have them show us their house. We try to get the best sense of it, but it is not a replacement for an in-person doctor-patient interaction. In terms of the technology, I think we're all starting to get a little more used to, uh, you know, Zoom conference meetings at work, especially people who are working from home. How, how does that technology work, and, and what do patients need to know before starting on a telehealth visit with a doctor? Well, look, I think that there are every, right now, telehealth has become a commodity, and every doctor is figuring out how to offer it. Some are doing FaceTime, some are doing Zoom, some are, I mean, big university health plans and major hospitals are using random video services because they have no choice, because they haven't planned for this, right? And for patients like you and me and younger adults, and I mean, I'm 50, so I don't know how young I am anymore, but younger adults, it's very easy. They're tech savvy, et cetera. But for older people who need the care, it can be very intimidating. They may not be as comfortable with these technologies. So what we did at HEAL is we built our own video telehealth platform, which is literally integrated into our service, and it's touch of a button easy. You don't have to know how to use anything. You don't have to enter any passwords. It's strictly secure and private, but it's as easy as making a phone call or ordering an Uber or any app that even seniors lose. Now, uh, one aspect of health, of course, isn't just physical health. There's mental health as well. And that brings us to uh, what's new with HEAL. As of today, uh, telehealth uh, mental sessions with licensed therapists that are available to residents of California. Explain uh, what HEAL is offering right now. Yes. Well, look. You know, one of the terms that I hear people talking about, and I'm not a clinician of any kind, but is sort of peri-COVID stress syndrome, right? Which is, hey, look, COVID is still here. It's getting worse every day. We keep hearing about people dying. It is triggering stress. And people have lost jobs. They've lost their homes. They're in a house in a small apartment with four family members who are not used to spending as much time with. They're afraid. So we're seeing an increase in anxiety, stress depression, social isolation, loneliness, sleeplessness, and then it's triggering people's mental health issues that they already had, 
right? Depression, bipolar disorder, other serious mental health issues. We've always wanted to launch mental health because mental and physical health go hand in hand, right? What people sometimes don't understand is, well, if I hurt my leg, I have to get it treated. If I get COVID, I have to get it treated. But if I'm having anxiety, if I feel my chest is heavy, if I can't sleep, well, whatever, that's part of life and I'll just grin and bear it. But your mental health will have severe long-term impact on your overall health and well-being, including life expectancy, including things like heart attacks and strokes, if you don't deal with it. So we uh, are working with clinical psychologists, these are doctors of psychology, to provide video teletherapy um, for mental health, all broad range of mental health issues for kids and adults. If you have an onset of, hey, I just feel weird, I feel uneasy or nervous because of COVID, or if you know you have mental health issues, our licensed clinical psychologist can deliver the care for that in coordination with your heal primary care doctor so that your PCP and your mental health expert are working side by side to deliver the best possible care to you. So in these times, obviously, telehealth is essential. It may be the only way that you can visit with a doctor or a psychologist, but at some point we will be past the pandemic. We will establish ourselves in a new normal. For you, what, what does the role of telehealth play in the new normal? As you said, it can't totally replace doctor's visits, but um, how would you see a patient you know, a, a year or two from now incorporating telehealth into their, into their regular health regimen? Well, I think, it, you know, I think it's a very good question because it becomes something like, how are we using Grubhub or whatever food delivery service in the regular life, right? We were in a pre-pandemic or post-pandemic. Sometimes you want to go out and eat at restaurants and having food delivered to you is not the same as sitting in a restaurant. Sometimes we just want the food delivered, right? I think that telehealth, when I hear people talk about telehealth, and I hear, oh, we're a telehealth company or we're a urgent care facility. I don't like healthcare companies that are organized around the modality of care. Because when you're sick, when your kids are sick, when your parents are sick, you don't care how you get the care. You don't want to have to figure it out. You just want the care you need, right? And so our view is that telehealth and house calls and real-time remote monitoring and mental health solutions all work best when they work together. And sometimes the doctor needs to come to your house because your daughter is sick and she has a rash and you want the doctor to take a look at it and the doctor comes. And then the doctor says, well, Nick, if your daughter's rash is worse in two days, if it turns green, call me. Okay, great. So two days later, I think it's green. I do a video session. The doctor looks at it and says, that's nothing to worry about. This is the normal healing process. Or, hey, this is getting worse. Let me come back and take a look. So telehealth and house calls and our remote monitoring solution for chronic disease patients and our behavior and mental health solution all work well because they work together. And the patient knows if I talk to, if I hit the heal button on my phone, I'm going to get the right care in the right way as quickly and as effectively and as cost effectively as possible. Nick Desai, CEO of Heal. Nick, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. I like the painting in your background. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. That's the sound of appreciation on National Nurses Day. St. Paul Senior Services put on the parade that traveled to five different senior living communities 
Cars drove through Chula Vista, Bankers Hill, and downtown. St. Paul said they wanted to celebrate their nurses and all the work they do to keep seniors healthy. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery even after the pandemic subsides, but we haven't lost our way. We know who we are, a community that will meet the moment and rise above the obstacles. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans recover from the turmoil created by the coronavirus. We will get back on our feet, find jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins.